Hello, everybody. This is Ferris. And this is Caleb Lenore. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with the Home Care Guys. Caleb, 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 Caleb. We're coming off a weekend, man. How's it going, bro? I'm, I'm doing well, man. It's, it was a great weekend. How, how was your week? Well, before we get started into our week, let's, yeah. let's talk about our topic. Our topic today is going to be how to hire the right caregiver. Oh, yeah. So that's going to be an amazing topic. But Ferris, tell me about your week and your weekend. Man, this weekend was a relaxing weekend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh this Georgia weather something else. It's hot one day, cool the next day. So uh, I kept a hoodie on this weekend and really, really just relaxed, man. Really, It was beautiful Saturday, though. Really? Saturday was beautiful. I guess I didn't find out, man, because I stayed in the house. Oh, you <laughs> I guess I didn't find out. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice and sunny. Uh, it was nice and sunny on Saturday. Uh, sa Sunday was when it was like kind of like raining, mm -hmm. kind of like a little um, overcast. But yeah. it, was, it was really beautiful Saturday. Yeah. Saturday was just an amazing day. Yeah, I had a good thought. Like I was going to go get on my bike this weekend and ride a little bit, but didn't even get a chance to do that. I said, I'll, hopefully it's supposed to be warmer this week. So gotcha. I was supposed to hit the 70 degrees. So hopefully I can get on the bike and ride around. Yeah, what kind of bike you got? I know you you, you got a motorcycle. So yeah, man, I have that. a Honda um, CTX. That's 1300. It's a really nice. It's a cruiser, okay. but it's a sports type cruiser. I love it. I love oh, it. It handles really good. It's nothing like getting on the bike, letting the wind flow through your hair. But I wear a helmet, of course, wear a helmet. But right. nothing like just it's a freedom. It's a freedom. Oh, man. that's what's yeah, up. Yeah, man. That's so what, what did you get into this weekend? This weekend I had a I had a little kickback at the house. Nice. Um and so I had I invited a few friends over to uh to in the country. Uh -huh. And so we just pretty much kind of kicked back, uh celebrated my birthday. So I celebrated my birthday all month long in February. Mm -hmm. My birthday was February seventh. Mm -hmm. And so every weekend I tried to plan something um just kind of different for myself. Mm -hmm. And so my last weekend was me uh getting with a few of my closest friends yeah. and they drove from Atlanta, some drove from Augusta, wow. near and far, and uh, came down. And we had a great evening. Saturday evening, we had a DJ and nice. food, and then Sunday we did brunch nice. um, at the house. So it was really great. That's what's uh -huh. up, bro. That sounds fun, man. That sounds fun, man. I'm glad you enjoyed your weekend, man. I enjoyed my weekend. I, I really had a great time. Mm -hmm. Got in tune with nature. Mm -hmm. um, walked around. Walked around. I didn't do any fishing, but it was uh -huh. just great just to see my see my family friends. Yeah. Man, I, I saw you. I saw a picture on Facebook. You're on a tractor, man. <laughs> did, did, did you actually get on the tractor? Or you just took a picture on the tractor. I just took a picture on the I tractor. Knew it. I, I knew it. You know, you know I'm not driving a tractor. I, I just took a picture on the tractor. Like that. What I I literally posted about. <laughs> I literally posted like I'm a country guy. I I like a tractor, and then I have Yeezys, and so like yeah. that's ultimately like me. That's me as uh -huh. a person. Like yeah. I am. Kind of like uh, just a really country person, but trying to get up to date with fashion. Uh -huh. So, like, that's me in a nutshell. So, ah, man, that's, that's cool, bro. bro. I'm glad you enjoyed <laughs> yourself. Man, who who did the cooking for the brunch? Did you cater it? Or did you, yeah, did so you... I cater it. Oh, my goodness. So um, so this is my go-to caterer affairs. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever I, I cater eating events, you know, like for Thanksgiving and yeah. Christmas, I did. Lisa, uh, with catering your catering with Grace in Dublin, uh -huh. she is, like, the ultimate caterer. Everybody mm -hmm. loved Miss Lisa Chicken Wings. Like, them uh -huh. chicken wings was, like, gone just like uh -huh. that. And so uh, she did a key lime cake. I did a key lime cake for myself. Uh -huh. um, it was just beautiful. It nice. was great. It was tasting. Everybody loved the cake. So it was just a great vibe. That's we good. just had an amazing time. Next time I got to get you an invite, Perry. Look, look, exactly. So he didn't invite his his co his, his co host on I the whole cake. I didn't invite guy. my co host nor my brother. Look, nothing. But you know, it's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes I think a lot of times people think that okay, well, you have to invite your friend, your family. No, like sometimes when you do your own events, you just want to invite who you want to invite. Right. It is nothing wrong with that wow. it, it's no love lost nothing like that and i can respect that sometimes people get their um their panties in a waddle because they didn't get an invite but trust me bro trust me I, I i think our cousin actually um posted something dion posted something on facebook last week saying hey don't 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 feel bad if you have to uninvite me or cancel me because that's no problem like i don't ever feel bad on that <laughs> no problem with me but man. you know i i think that that was um i i think that um 
you know, a lot of people do get their they feelings with that. But uh-huh. uh, I know you, Ferris. You don't Brother, really, you know, listen. You be like, I already, I, I had something to do anyway. Exactly. So I'm like, you know, I didn't. I just invite uh, a lot of my family. I just wanted my friends to come yeah. in and just celebrate with them and That's just cool. kind of turned up a little bit. That's I, it, I turned up a little bit. I know you did. I know you did. <laughs> That's why he want to invite. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but now, nah, let's man. go on our topic today. Um, um, let's go on our topic: how to hire the right caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to start off by saying, you know, caregivers are really the foundation of of any organization, especially in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have those different industries and sectors. You have like nursing homes, you have home care, you have assisted livings, you have home health and hospice. Yeah. And so caregivers, uh, those CNAs, those PCAs, those um, uh, personal care aides, those are you really your foundation, your bedrock of the organization yeah. because they see the patient on a day-to-day basis. They help them out with their baths. Mm-hmm. They help them out with their grooming. Mm-hmm. You know, they get them dressed for the day. And so we want to talk with, especially some of the employers or some of our healthcare friends, how to hire the right caregiver. So let's let's dive into that. Yeah. So, Caleb, I think that's a, a really good thing because I think first, like you said, recognizing the importance uh, of what these healthcare professionals do. Right. And I like to say healthcare professionals because it really takes a professional to go through and, and actually do the work of a CNA or PCA or HST or MA. It takes a professional. And these individuals, they're not... I don't like to go through and actually take their career path lightly because without them being, they're the bed, they're the bedrock, they're the backbone. Without them, a lot of a lot of other things cannot get done. Right. Just imagine, just imagine our world without CNAs or without PCAs, without personal care aides. That means a lot of people. Can be, we start right there and just really imagine real quick? That. Because I really want us to really imagine that, mm-hmm. especially in 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 our industry. Mm-hmm. Like if we did not have CNAs, we pretty much wouldn't have a business because, yes. you know, we need the CNAs on a day-to-day basis to go out there and provide the care, Correct. the everyday tests. And so just think about around the nation mm-hmm. today. You know, you have nursing homes, you have assisted livings. If we don't, didn't have caregivers, we pride and we we salute every caregiver today. Uh, we celebrate you guys because of your hard work, your labor love. You, you go day in and day out tirelessly and intentionally to provide care for those uh, for others that need your care. So we salute you today. Yes, but just yes. imagine it. Let's take a moment mm. and really imagine a day or a life or mm. even a few hours, you know, without having a caregiver. Man, if we go through and really unpack that, that means people will go without the proper care they need. That means somebody's going to go without a meal. Somebody's going to go without a bath. Wow. Someone's going to miss their doctor's appointment. That means someone, someone's not going to get that attention that they need. Someone's going to fall because that caregiver's right there to help them ambulate or to go through an actual system of walking. Right. That means a lot, of, a lot of needs will not be met. That means the doctors cannot go through and see their clients because a lot of CNAs are taking their 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 members to the hospital to the doctors. Well, right. it's a domino effect. I, I even hear when you said that I hear a lot of re- reoccurring emissions in hospitals. Yes, because like you know, um, um, hospitals when they discharge a member uh, into the home and that member needs either you know care at home or twenty four hour care or something like that, and then if that care if that client is not getting fed miss their medications that's how they get the side effects being mm-hmm. disoriented and they go falls and mm-hmm. do all these other things and so that's another admission to the hospital yep. and so home care is so vital with that and caregivers yes. are so vital uh in that field of uh in that field in the healthcare. so you know think about those reoccurring admissions think about you know even when 
even on the hospice approach fairs, mm -hmm. uh, who's there on a the day to day to see, actually see that member and, and to bathe that member? Correct. The caregivers. Yep. Exactly, man. So I think that's why when it comes to hiring the right caregiver, it's so important for healthcare professionals or companies to go through and actually make sure that we're finding the very best because we are caring for some of those ones that are really in need of care. And so I think that, that that's a that's a good way to kind of jump into like yeah. what is our actual what is our actual avatar? And when I say avatar, most people may not understand that terminology, mm -hmm. but an avatar is what is your ideal type of person or ideal scenario. So when I talk about avatar, when it comes to the caregiver is what is our ideal avatar for the type of caregiver that we actually look for, for prime care. That's interesting that you said that because uh, I, when we initially started the business, the first thing we came up with our core values and, and our attributes of what we want and what we find in a caregiver. Mm -hmm. And so we wanted our caregiver to be caring, reliable, honest, punctual, and professional. Those are the, the five ma major, major characteristics that we find that we want to find in a caregiver. Um, but when you say avatar fairs, uh, I, I like how you dive into it. It's like, what do, I think we have really just kind of examined our caregiver pool and we realize who is typically our caregivers that, that we hire, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and um, there's, there's no discriminating, but we have f come to find out that a lot of our caregivers that are employed with us, you know, are, you know, middle-aged um, women, Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and um, they're pretty much between they're, they're, they're middle aged women. They have the experience. They have probably two to three years of experience. Um, they uh, they have uh, an established family. Um, they are probably between the ages of what? 25 to 50. Mm -hmm. um, and so those are that's an avatar that we have in a nutshell. Now, of course, we hire male caregivers. We hire younger caregivers. But. In a nutshell, a majority of our clientele, a majority of our caregivers that we actually employ look like this, and that's the avatar. Exactly. And I think, Caleb, um, one thing is so important for a company to really know their ideal candidate, ideal caregiver, is because when you're going through and interviewing people, you know what you're looking for and you know what you're not looking for. Right. So if you're, if you're, if I know our avatar is skilled individuals, people that have experience. So if we have somebody that's inexperienced, mm -hmm. they may not meet, meet the mold that we need for our organization because right. we know the type of clientele that we're servicing within our organization as well. And so being able to go through and actually just craft an avatar, go and, and so if you go through and actually do an exercise to go through and craft the avatar, think about what does that person look like? You should be able to go through and get behind Google and put that person's name in. You should see that person or you should be able to see that person every time you interview a potential individual. So what does that person look like? How old are they? Mm -hmm. What type of experience do they have? Do they drive? Or do they catch Do they catch um, transportation? What? Like, how do they communicate? You should be able to go through and know that in the back of your mind. And when you interview someone, you say, hold up, I'm looking for it. And give that person a name as well. So after you go through and think about those attributes, give that person a name. Give, give that person and give it if it's if it's miss mary okay miss mary miss mary is she is x number she's this year's old she's this many years skill this is what she does she this is one of her strong points but create an avatar and because that's who you're going to be interviewing people that meet your avatar exactly i like that i like that i want to dive into some of the questions that we ask right. you know that that we ask um uh, whenever we're hiring or interviewing a caregiver. Mm -hmm. um, and some of the questions, like, I, I typically start out because I want to get a chance to know the person. Mm -hmm. So I 
build a relationship. I want to know, like, okay, tell me about themselves. And so they could tell me about, like, if they like to cook, mm -hmm. they could tell me about, you know, you know, they are they are newly married, mm -hmm. or you know, just tell me a little bit about themselves. You know, how long they've been in the field, the healthcare field. Mm -hmm. And then I, 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 one question that I, I like to ask is, uh, what is most important? What is the most important thing you're looking for in a company? Because I want to know what are they looking for from us. Mm -hmm. You know, nine times out of ten, they go into uh, spill mode. They say, you know what? Well, the other company never really kind of gave me recognition or the other company um, didn't appreciate me more. And so I want to know what are you looking for in a company so we can make sure that we fine tune our skills because mm -hmm. caregivers are so needed right now. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that we're laser focused on what they need, not only what we need, but what they need. Hey you, do you know of a disabled child that needs in-home care services? My name's Adrian. I'm a GAP clinical nurse with Prime Care Home Care. We specialize in providing in-home pediatric care for disabled children in the comfort of their home. I serve the South Metro Atlanta area. If you would like to enroll your disabled child, please call me at 470-651-8054. like that mm -hmm. i like that and what are some I, questions that you pretty much kind of think about or and so when, comment? yeah and so so when, when it comes to actually just interviewing individuals just like i said like setting the my interview style is really setting the the the, the room at ease because i want to see the person in their natural habitat <laughs> i don't i don't want someone to go through and actually give me a facade on who they think i'm looking for you don't want to be polished you, exactly. you, want, you want them to be like natural exactly so i come off as very natural in the interview i'm coming off how you doing like I, i'm i'm gonna go through and just keep it very professional but keep it at a level where you get really comfortable i'm gonna go through and sit them down and this is actually a little little too for you i'm gonna go through and sit them down on the comfortable seat because i want to see if that phone rings they're gonna go through and pick it up and, uh -huh. and start texting this person, or they're gonna go through an answer, which is, has happened as well. So my what? thing, oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I, I want to go through and put everyone as comfortable as possible because now I can go through and make a decision off the person who I know them, who who they've displayed to be on that particular day. But particularly some of the questions I like to go through and ask again, based off of experience, I like scenario-based questions. I like to go through and ask, okay, well, hey, tell me about something in the past where you had to go through and actually. Um, where you had what tell me about an emergency situation and how you reacted with one of your clients, mm. or tell me about a situation where you could not make it to work. How did like tell me what, what, what did you do? Right. Because I, I don't want to go through and tell them my policy. I want to go through and what's natural to you. Right. Well, hey, I once I go through and do this, I call my call my company when I can call them. Because that may not be somebody that meets my avatar. Right. And so that's one thing I like to go through and kind of hear people in their own natural. So I like to go through and set it really at ease. But I like a lot of different scenarios. If for some reason Ms. Johnson stopped, um, was choking on something, what would you do? Mm. Okay, if for some reason Ms. Johnson, uh, she said that she's not hungry or she said she had pain on her right side, what would you do? Right. That's going to go through and allow me to go through and gauge the experience as well. So I like a lot of experiential, uh, experimental type questions as well. Yeah, yeah. Have you have you encountered like an individual that had like a lot of experience but really couldn't communicate the experience? Like, couldn't, like how how would you mm -hmm. how would you go through with the hiring process mm -hmm. with that? If someone really 
um, displayed. Like you yeah. knew they knew they had the skills, uh-huh. but couldn't really communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. Like or did or wasn't as tech savvy. Yeah. Would that still be an ideal avatar for you? How did would that, how would how would that work? Yeah, so I've, I've encountered it several times where individuals they may have had, may have had the skill level, but let's say if for some reason um, they could not articulate it because right. everyone their strong point they may not be communicating or this an interview can be a stressful a stressful time as well. Right, and so they may come in with with the stress up here and be, my maybe not be able to get the words out. So I always look at the heart. Right. I, I, I like to go through and actually just kind of take, I, I take them, I, it's, it's the responsibility of the, the manager, the owner, the administrator to go through and actually get the best out of a team member. Right. If your goal is to go through and stress out a person, then you're not a leader. Mm. Your goal may be, your, your goal should be to get the best out of them, to let them uh, display their true selves, because then I'll be able to go through and engage and say, yes, Right. Or I'll be able to go through and say, this person may work with this particular client, but not this particular client because this particular client prefer way more communication exactly. than this one. So that's, that's that's how I look at it. So a lot of your judgment of character with hiring a caregiver is like when you do your face-to-face or your Zoom interview, mm-hmm. really letting them feel comfortable and you really feeling their, their mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. Of course, you're going to listen to the answer, their responses. You're going to evaluate them with their skills, mm-hmm. but you're really going to see if this person is good for your culture. Mm-hmm. And so, Ferris, I want you to say this. How, how important is that person with blending with your existing culture how it how important is a caregiver blending with your existing culture uh, uh with hiring how is that important it's how important so, is that I'm it's sorry. so important um one thing i know that if you put one rotten apple in a bag of apples all of them are going to go rotten that's true so the same thing if you go through and have a great company culture and you go through and hire someone that does not display your company's culture it can go through and destroy your whole culture and organization so I always tell my managers, my directors, my administrators, my leaders that they are the sentinels. Mm. They're the sentinels. If you go through and think about back in ancient, ancient, um, ancient Rome and just the ancient empires, the sentinel is the person that stood at the foot of the gate to go through and make sure that only the right people come through on that particular territory. Well, I thought that was the horse with the man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what, is, what is that called? I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were talking about the half horse, half man, but keep going. No. You get into it. <laughs> but, but a sentinel controls the gate. They, so okay. they control who comes in the house. So I always tell our team members that we all act as sentinels for the prime care house because we cannot let everyone in this house because what happens is if we let that one rotten apple roll into us, right. n- now the whole the whole company is spoiled. Oh, wow. So so that's one thing is it's just going through. I'm, I'm really big on company culture and make sure we protect it at all costs. You know, most people say uh, this saying, I know you probably heard this saying, mm-hmm. slow to hire, quick to fire. Yes. And mm-hmm. so when you're saying about the bad apples spo- um, uh, spoil the whole bunch, mm-hmm. Um, that one bad apple, yeah, you want to make sure you remove that apple. Yeah. And you want to make sure that you only produce great apples yep. um, and, and great people. I always, you know, one question I always like to ask also with well, two questions is, mm. what is your strength and what is your weakness? Mm. And so especially as we go in and try to identify leaders in the future, mm-hmm. we know like, well, this person is really good at communication or this person is good at training Mm -hmm. or this person is good at marketing. Mm -hmm. And so whenever there's uh, an advancement, at least we have that in the interview process. And then we know their strengths. We know their weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And, and, and uh, my last question I always ask is what is their goals? Mm -hmm. Because I want to know how can, like you're trying to help me achieve our goal Mm -hmm. for the business, which is, getting uh, staffing for a member and, and keeping that person mm-hmm. consistent. But what is your goals? What are wow. your personal goals? Mm-hmm. 
you know, what 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 is your one year goal? What is your three year goals? Are you trying to buy a home? Mm-hmm. Um, or do you trying to are you trying to make a caregiving a career? Mm-hmm. You know, are you um are you excited about this field? Are you trying to go into nursing? Are you trying to be an artist? Whatever you're trying to mm-hmm. do, I just want to know their goals. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's so important, especially when you're doing your interview process, mm-hmm. uh, Ferris, is to really kind of let them be connected, not just tell them based on you know we have a need and we're trying to fill this need yeah. but we we have a uh, we have a, a caliber mm-hmm. but we also want you to know that we're uh we're in it with you yeah. so we we are together we're yeah. in this thing together mm-hmm. so just like you have a goal and we have a goal that we're trying to accomplish i want to hear your goals yeah. and i want to see if we can assist you with your goals exactly and Caleb, i think again like when it comes to hiring the right caregiver the right caregiver for the right time for the right company for the right person um like it's so important to be if you're in that management seat if you're in that leadership seat it's so important for you to go through and take that that position serious because again we we're, we're not dealing with boxes we're not dealing with, with with products we're dealing with people's lives right and caregiving caregivers they actually they impact people's lives on a day-to-day basis right they have to be there they have to show up they have to be on time because it is a life or death matter right for some individuals that may need that caregiver unless they're there in, in a critical or skills uh not skill but a, a a situation where they may have tube feeding or something like that and they need that oversight right they need that caregiver to be attentive they need that caregiver to be able to go through monitoring they, they need that caregiver to be able to read those those nonverbals. Yes. it's so yes. important caregiving caregiving is so important and for those that choose a career in caregiving or in as a caregiver cna pca hst ma nurse. or whatever nurse uh, RN, LPN, whatever. If you choose a a career in caregiving, this is a it's a, a reputable career, and this is a career of service. And a lot of times, people they go after go after the glitz and the glam, but this is something that truly impacts. And I think that's one thing that is going to always be a need for caregivers. I want to say this too, Ferris. Um, especially um, this is one thing that I have realized, especially we, when we were initially with our you know in the process and in the roles of hiring caregivers for mm-hmm. our business. We have had some horror stories, and, oh, yeah. and and the horror stories was, um, back in the day we used to hire based on need, uh-huh. and not based on experience. Mm-hmm. And so I want to de- definitely differentiate that, especially for our healthcare uh, employers and uh, business owners that are you know hiring people, mm-hmm. uh, definitely hiring caregivers in in particular. Don't hire based on need, oh. based on experience. Brother. Make sure that person meets your avatar because there's plenty of times where especially when we were hiring, we hired the caregiver and we say, you know, you have to start tomorrow. And guess what? They don't show up. Uh-huh. So we go to the house and we're thinking they're going to show up at 10 o'clock. And guess what? No one is there. And so we have to, we hire based on need and we have to apologize and we have to find another staff. Uh-huh. And that is stressful. Yes. And so you want to make sure that you hire based on the experience, based mm-hmm. on your avatar. Don't just someone breathing and saying, you know what? Hey, um, I want to be a caregiver and they don't have any experience. You don't want to hire them. Mm. Because they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna always bite you in the butt. Because, Kayla, I think one thing I, th- I think about that is sometimes, sometimes, and in the past, we we grew too fast because we we had clientele but not enough caregivers, and that's where the quality actually declined a lot. Right. And so I, it's 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 a it's a good good pace of clutch and gas, clutch and gas. When when to go to get the gas, when to go to press the clutch. Right. And I think that's one thing when it comes to I, I reflect back on some of the horror stories, like you said, like. I can distinctly remember, I can distinctly remember, man, a caregiver that we, we had a couple clients that we just knew we needed to get staff and right. we wanted to go through and provide. So our heart was to the right spot, but we needed someone. And this person was a caregiver for a previous company, but just not the right fit for prime care. 
And I'll never forget, man, she show, um, when she showed up, first of all, she showed up to the interview incorrectly. Mm. I mean, wasn't dressed to, to, the, to, to, the, to the appropriateness of actually for the interview. She must have thought she already <laughs> had a job. She thought she already had a job, but also I must have had the need in my eyes. I'm like, oh, we need somebody. Right. We need somebody. Right. And so I lowered my standards because I needed to go through and get this person filled because this family was counting on someone to be there on that next day. And I was like, okay, well, this is the last, this, this is my, my, my last stretch right here. Let's go through and get it. So I ended up hiring her and I, I never forget. End up, and I know it's making Georgia. I never forget going to the member's house and this caregiver pulling up and she pulled up with her boyfriend in the car. They were fussing in the car. And I was like cussing in the car too. First of all, the professional was like, Phew. and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I got to go through and, and actually uh, introduce this person to a family member. And that caregiver had a short lived career. I think she lasted maybe two or three days, but I knew wow. that I should never, I should, I knew I should have never lowered my standards. That I, I should have just been up front with the family members to let them know that, hey, right now we're unable to go through and actually find a great caregiver. So can I refer you to another company? Right. Or, or are you willing to go through and wait till we find the right one? Right. So we never wanted to lower our standards because that's our name on the line as well. Exactly. And that's important. I like what you just said in, in a way. Anything that you have enough, um, you have uh, an, an outpouring of uh, clients and you don't have the staff, please still don't hire based on need. Hire based on experience. Hire based on your avatar because in the long run, you probably just need to refer that off because you want to keep your name yep. great. You yep. know, you want to keep your brand a reputable brand. Yep. And so I would just encourage you, do not take those, um, do, do not um, um, start, a, start a case if you can't really, if you don't have the right caregiver yep. for it. Caregivers, hiring the caregivers is so important. Exactly. Um, let's talk about some good cases. Good cases. I know that we have had a plethora of good cases yeah. uh, of individuals that we have hired. Um, um, I, I know some great, great caregivers. They show up on time. Yes. You know, they do what they say. You know, I remember when I was a caregiver, I used to um, be a caregiver when I initially started the company. And um, they, I used to be the best caregiver because you know when the when the client give you a, a name fair, as a mm -hmm. nickname, you know um you you know you good. So mm -hmm. my client gave me the nickname Pee Wee, uh -huh. and so he said, "Oh Pee Wee here." So I used to you know help him with uh, getting dressed and getting bathed and uh, cooking meals and things. And I wasn't the best cook, but I at least did what I could. Uh -huh. And so, uh, but the conversations and the and the connection is what drew. Uh, me to him and so he gave me a nickname it was just amazing experience and so um when like i said when you um when you hire your caregiver your care there's great stories and plenty of stories of caregivers that do their job do a great job and are there for the customers but it's based on the experience and based on the mm -hmm. interview and see if they blend with the company mm -hmm. affairs i know we i know you have quite a few man. caregivers you can probably just think about and give a shout out to yeah. that is doing an amazing job with our organization man i think about the, we have a lot of caregivers that have longevity yeah. that's been with the company ever since i've been with the company mm -hmm. Uh, and I, I came aboard Prime Care in 2010, and we have people that have been standing right there beside us since 2010. Right. And we have a large majority of individuals. Like, these are these are caregivers that meet our avatar. These are the ones that we're searching for. These are the yeah. ones that we know that can provide great care. Right. And these are the ones that are they're, they're growing with the organization as well. And so, again, I think about what makes a good caregiver and how I know some of the caregivers that I know that are really good, we hear from the client's family members, they'll give us a call and say, hey, I just want to go through and let you know that Miss So-and-so is doing an amazing job. Or Mr. So-and-so, he comes in and he goes through and makes sure dad is taken care of. Mm. We get a lot of compliments from a lot of our uh, a lot of our clients for our caregivers as well. And one thing that it is, 
I operate in the head as a CEO at Prime Care. And it's one thing is my goal is to go through and actually even show that appreciation to our caregivers even the more. Yes. And so we have a lot of things that's going to be rolling out this year for our caregivers. But again, the caregivers are the backbone of the organization. And that's something we'll never forget. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what I'll, hopefully uh, in our show notes, I can pretty much kind of give them a sample list of our interview questions. Yes. I think that'll be great, especially for some of the ones that are getting ready to interview or you can just kind of uh, make a comment on them. We can email it to you, get your email address so you can see at least a few of our interview questions. But there you have it. Like hiring the right caregivers is, is important. You have so many. Uh, I have learned this every day. Ten thousand um, uh, baby boomers turn 65 and older. Mm. And so the caregiver pool is I mean, the caregiver need is so much is so needed in this day and time and so i want to make sure especially talking to agency owners healthcare workers or healthcare employers make sure we hire the right caregiver you know we have our values caring they must be caring they must be reliable they must be honest punctual and professional you create core values for yourself what you're looking for mm -hmm. in your caregiver and you also create an avatar for your caregiver and so once you do that you do your interview and you you get that, you feel that that caregiver is right for your company and your culture. That's the right caregiver you want to go for. That's it. That's it. Well, Kayla, I think you summed it up really well. And we just want to say thank you all so much for tuning in to another great episode of Conversation with the Home Care yes. Guys. We hope that you all have taken notes. We hope that you can take this information and take it back to your agency. Or if you're not in the healthcare field, take it back to your company yes. and go through and actually invoke some change that will go through and make your company even the better as well. So we want to invite you to go through and actually make sure you tune in each Tuesday and Thursday. Subscribe. Go through and make sure you like and subscribe. Go through and actually follow us on all all subscription-based um, so, um, what channels, platforms, 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 platforms have, yeah. uh, Spotify, YouTube. Definitely, we're still on our quest to uh, get 1,000 YouTube subscribers. Yes. So go in YouTube, type in conversations with the home care guys with the Z, and definitely click that subscribe button right there, and you'll be notified on all of our videos that come out every week. All right. Well, there you have it. You guys have an amazing week, and we'll see you on the next episode. Stay safe.